Welcome everybody to the madness that is the Eterna Podcast. I'm Sean, your GM. This time we add to the canon, and I learn where Nova Scotia is. Episode 20. Slaps roof of episode. This bad boy can fit so many gray Malkins in it. Alright. So last time on Dick and Balls Z. And actually there weren't any Dick and Balls. Uh... <clears throat> So, yeah, I'm gonna assume they have them, they're just not showing them, right? There, there were no exposed dick and balls. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, God damn it, this is my fault. Did uh, bats? Uh, some of you, except for Foresight, who apparently takes baths with his pants on and not in a bathtub and upside down with its head shoved in the water. No, that was way after the first thing I did was take a bath. Then time passed. So he had second bath. What about Elevensies? Hmm. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Lawless. Great. I'm all caught up. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what? Starting early at this time? <laughs> yeah. All right. So no. Um. Y'all. Y'all gotten to Thorn. Uh. Y'all. You had. You had acquired. The. The. Ever, the. The. Uh. Mahogany table in multiple pieces. Um. Due to failure. Uh. And somewhat repaired it and. Uh. Got to Thorn. Got rooms. Uh. Thanks to Clint, who paid for your rooms, for baths, for your meals. Uh, and he promptly went off and uh, to go do some business on his own. Uh, though I may have actually failed to mention it, he did return from that and was going about his business. Oh, thank God. Good. Um, but then uh, Riley had spoken with Mr. Bourne, the proprietor of the uh, Stacked Dish Inn and Tavern that you are staying in, and uh, decided to help him a little bit with his uh, debt and learning more about his debt. He learned that his daughter, uh, Nina, was inflicted with a terrible illness. With foresight in tow, uh, they went and inspected her and determined her to be uh, reeling from the effects of wolfsbane poison, uh, which was actually used as a medicine to cure potential lycanthropy. Uh, not too long after, uh, in the evening, uh, as, our, as our party slept, uh, Lark had a dream in which he was sent to uh, the Red Ashen Place, uh, that he has been seeing occasionally in his dreams as of late. Uh, and Adira, too, was drawn into it. Though Adira was able to escape uh, unscathed, Lark had gotten bitten in the dream by a cacodamon, and when awoken, a bite mark, though no flesh was rendered, uh, black, veiny corruption, uh, sat within his shoulder and a disease 
a supernatural disease known as Chalcodemonia had set in. With a interaction between uh, Taraxis and Leaf, and then subsequently Adira, Taraxis made a deal where he would inform Adira to the exact location of a potion that could cure Lark. Uh, however, she became marked in her own way, uh, as Taraxis has already done with Leaf. Uh, we'd left off with Adira going to her room to gather what she needed, uh, and the rest of the party uh, gathering together uh, in some part to go and look for the sod root needed to help treat uh, Miss Nina. Uh, did I miss anything? Anything anyone else would like to add? Not that I can recall. I mean, there was Riley's like 10 minute conversation with himself, but other than that, not really. <laughs> How are you today, Mr. Morheim? Oh, I'm great, Riley. How are you? Uh, the, the, there was a point in time where Riley thought that Leaf was talking to Riley, but Leaf was actually talking to Taraxis, and there was some confusion there. It's also fun to watch. All right, so uh, <clears throat> with that, I would like, uh, because we did not really get to it last time, I would like uh, Leaf immediately to make me a sense motive check. That would be a 12 on the old sense motive Aruni. Sense motive Aruni. Um, <clears throat> you're not quite sure why exactly, but Adira has um, tried to prevent you from uh, becoming more ingrained or indebted with Taraxis. Um, and she has quickly left the room uh, uh, shortly after the exchange with Taraxis and his disappearance. Uh, what would you like to do right quick? I mean, did I see where she ran off to? Yeah, she just went to her room. I mean, honestly, he's just probably trying to gather his thoughts. So uh, he's, he's just going to kind of ab absorb the presence of his friends right here and, and try and figure out what the hell they're going to do about this whole Taraxis issue. So, uh, no action for the time being. Okay. Alright, so since you are split off a little bit, uh, are you just gathering things in your room, Adira? Well, she jumped straight up out of bed, so she's changing out of her nightdress and into her clothes and getting ready for this mission. Alright. You're going to go very targetedly rob a noble. Yes, yes, I am. As Taraxis supplied you with information on when... Yeah, she's she's going to wait to the appropriate time and every, do it step by step the way he told her. So, uh, what is the rest of the group currently in Lark's room uh, doing on, and or pondering? The instant everything is stable here, uh, Forsyth is going to immediately go back to his room, get anything that he would acquire in order to begin his search, and... Uh, as soon as he's ready, he's probably going to be off to look for the sod root. All right. Lark, um, you have, like, this sort of fuzziness in your head. Uh, not necessarily a 
inability to uh, think so much as, as like almost like this fog that's uh, that's come over you, and that's how I'm currently flavoring your um, your wisdom damage. Alrighty. Adira has swiftly left the room, and Foresight has uh, kind of uh, shortly made off out of the room as well. Is there anything you would like to do or say? I guess, yeah, Lark right now is mainly uh, self-tending. He's kind of, um, I, I don't know if shock is the right word, um, because I think he'd still be taking it rather calmly. Um, for the most part, but uh, at the same time, he's also very self, he's self-monitoring a lot um, and recording sort of like how he feels and basically getting pre- uh, ready to document any changes to see if uh, uh, he feels that uh, the issue is going to have a significant effect on his health or if, uh, um, God forbid, that uh, uh, he, uh, he feels he might become a threat to others. Um, so, I mean, like, what... Um, like what? What do I feel right now? Like how 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 is my current state of being different from the status quo, other than like a fuzzy? Feeling? You've got this bite mark on your shoulder, which does feel slightly sore, though not nearly as much as you would expect from you know a mouthful of nasty teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, the black vein-like mark on your shoulder that is slowly spreading, uh, though not to your skin it at the same time feels quite cold uh and there is this haze in your mind i um i take one of my needles um and i kind of like prick uh one of the places where i notice that the skin the the the, uh, the veins are uh dark okay normal red blood comes out okay that's what Uh, i wanted nothing 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 black uh it it does it doesn't look like it's changed the color of your blood at all okay fair enough um, did, uh, did Adira mention that he, she was going out to do something about this? Yes, uh, I believe that was a, uh, a conversation was, they were... Yeah, that's, I, that's, I, I figured that as well. Um... Yeah, y'all gotten, like, half of the conversation, but yeah. kind of picked up that Adira ha- has some information that she can fix you with. Okay, so I did get to that point. Okay, so in that case, what I'm gonna do is I'm not gonna try to take my, uh, um, too, too many measures into my own hands out of fear of screwing up whatever she has planned. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm just basically going to sit back, take care of myself, and uh, uh, make sure I don't get in anybody's way. All right. And, and yes, to uh, silently in the chat, uh, Riley and Brock are speaking. Yes, Brock had taken Riley to the side and kind of taken notice with their conversation last time that something, whether it be mental or supernatural was um interacting with leaf and he kind of tried to explain that to riley uh brock did so with lark uh deciding not to interfere too much he's just gonna stay in bed yeah more or less okay um so if if you don't like get up and about throughout the day you will have an extended bed rest which will heal you two points well when um when everybody else leaves his room adira is gonna go back to talk to him Okay. Riley, Brock, Leaf, uh, what are your actions going to be uh, now that, um, like, you've seen Lark kind of, like, prick himself and just just slightly, so, sort of, like, checking himself, uh, and Foresight has left the room. 
I think with uh, Adira and Foresight having left the vicinity, uh, Riley looking at Brock would probably vest interest in um, seeing what the two have planned for the immediate future. Um, so uh, it seems like they left at pretty much about the same time. So if Brock's agreeable, we could kind of split up. One of us can go hit up Adira. The other can go hit up Foresight and see what their plans are. That uh, sounds like a plan to me. So tell me, Brock, who's your favorite? Who's my favorite? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you seem to uh, to enjoy Foresight, so I'll let you take that one. He, he, he enjoys your company. Of course he does. Sounds like a plan. Uh, at, at the very least, to be fair, uh, as far as this finding the Sod Root mission goes, uh, you and Foresight have kind of been uh, together during the duration of this uh, this little quest. Right, which makes sense. I guess then Riley's mostly checking out Foresight to verify that um, that's still his plan, that he's not doing something else. Alright, so Brock heads off towards Adira's room. Uh... Meanwhile, Leaf, are you still just staying in the room with Lark, uh, gathering uh, your thoughts? Well, I, I, I guess uh, since we've got a herb gathering mission coming up, I'll just start like prepping my bags and moving things over so I've got like an empty satchel to uh, gather plants into. All right. Was that mission shared with everybody? I don't remember if Brock knew about that. Does Brock know about that? Yeah, they pretty much told everybody about it when they got back to the inn. Oh, okay. I they can't ca remember. They caught different that. people at different places, but they pretty much told everybody. Yeah, otherwise I'm, I'm, I am staying in the room, just kind of like gathering my things and getting everything organized. All right. Uh, so you stay in the, in the room with uh, Lark. Get your things organized. Brock, uh, we'll start with you heading over to Adira. He would simply approach and knock on her door. There's a knock on the door. She will answer the door. Uh, he will He will look at you, a uh, slight concern on his face, but he will say, um, I noticed you and Leaf were having a somewhat shared vision, and then you seemed to rush off after getting some kind of information. Uh, me and Riley were just somewhat concerned of well, what you've learned and what you intend to do. Well, it's not so much a vision as there is an entity that I suppose followed Leaf out of uh, the keep. He has explained it to me in a, in a way that I think makes sense. But and I, I did not want the entity to require anything further from him, so I spoke to it and uh, was able to get the information on where I can find a cure for Lark, so I'm going to go fetch that. Uh, do you require any kind of assistance? Um, do you know how to pick locks? Uh, I do not think so. I have never had two before. Uh, you you might recall that uh, Taraxis said that the door would be unlocked. 
the door would be unlocked, but he said the chest that contained the medicine would be locked, that I would either have to unlock it or bring the whole chest back. Yes. But no, um, I'm guessing on this particular quest, the fewer people that are there, the better. I'm going to speak to Lark and see if he feels well enough to go along so he can unlock the chest and we can retrieve the medicine. Okay. Um, it's just you you seem to rush off on your own and hurry to your room, so I didn't know if, if you intended to run off and do something on your own or if you needed help. Um, no, I was um, aware at that point that I was still rushing around in a nightgown and I thought that inappropriate. Oh, well, I, I suppose so. Well, if you if you need help that isn't, well, lockpicking, uh, I suppose don't be afraid to ask. Um, I am quite capable of asking for help where it is needed. Uh, can can I ask what it is you need a lockpick for, though? Uh, the medicine that he needs is inside a locked chest in somebody's house. And you intend to steal it? It's really the only option we have. Um, it's not a common thing. If we could find somebody who knew how to make it, it would probably cost more than any of us could afford. And we likely wouldn't be able to find such a thing anywhere but the capital city, and he would probably be dead before then. Hmm. Do you intend to tell the others that you intend to steal this? Well, Leaf already knows he heard the whole conversation. Um, but matters not to me whether they know or not. Somebody's life is on the line. Huh. Well, that is a predicament, I suppose. Um, if there is, I suppose, no other way to get it, then... I would, I would still rather everyone know what's happening, but I guess it would be unwise to stop you. I figured if they didn't know, they couldn't be held responsible if anybody came asking questions. Well, I suppose that's true. I guess I hadn't thought that far ahead. I'm not used to stealing things. It'll be a first for me, but... Use your best judgment. If you think they should know, tell them. Uh, well, thank you for that, I guess. I, I guess I won't let you get ready for, for whatever it is you need to do. Okay, wish me luck. Um, good luck. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and he'll leave her alone after that. Alright, so we'll pop on over to Riley, going to check on Foresight. So, uh, actually, I'm thinking that when Brock and Riley begin moving off to Adira and Foresight, Riley does that thing where he, like, slows down just a little bit to let Brock head off, and then, like, backs up and backs back into the room with uh, Leaf and Lark, so that he can talk to them instead. Okay. Uh, Brock, make a perception, and Riley, make a stealth. That's 22. All right, so Brock does not notice you uh, heading back at all. Well, the solid 19, too. <laughs> Way ooh, too ooh. stylish for this. 
It was a pretty good one. <laughs> Riley just moonwalks his way back into the Larkin Leaf's room. <laughs> You've, been hit by, you've been struck by a smooth Morheim. <laughs> awesome, I like that. <laughs> I was lied to. <laughs> it's not lying. Consequential it's, too. it's just Riley changing his mind last minute. Like, hey, I'm gonna go talk to Foresight. And then hey, it goes the other way. It's like, I why? might still go talk to Foresight. This might not be a lie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Good. So uh yeah, Riley uh still standing in the room while I guess Leaf was uh packing up some stuff and Lark is poking himself, is that it? Uh I I think Lark poked himself before y'all left the room, so y'all would have seen that. Uh, but yeah, um, Leaf is starting to rummage through his things, making sure he has space for herb gathering. Um, Riley will uh, clear his throats and say, Lark, are you holding up all right? As well as can be expected. Has this sort of thing ever happened to you before? All the time. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Yes, no, no, it has not. I might be a weird question to ask, but I don't suppose you have any reason to, uh, you don't have any understanding of why this has happened to you. No, I'm afraid I don't. I wish I could be more helpful in that regard. Okay. Well, we will, uh, seek out venues for helping you with your affliction. Mm-hmm. If you need any assistance with that, let me know. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't risk any of you on my behalf alone if there's anything you can do to help. Well, we'll figure out a plan first and then see who's best fit to approach that. Mm -hmm. in, the, um, in the meantime, Leaf, I have an important question for you. Yes? Who were you speaking to? Uh, it, it seems uh, several members in this group are having a uh, mutual hallucination and uh, I believe this hallucin hallucination's name is Taraxis. Uh, I think I brought him back from the Black Keep. You brought him back, so he's not a hallucination. Well, uh, he's as much of a hallucination as whatever that dream vision that we had was. I see. And... But do you know his or its intentions or what it is? Uh, so far, he seems content to just uh, try and bargain away things from me. Uh, he, he had saved my life back in the fight with the general uh, in exchange for being able to see through my eyes and hear through my ears. Uh, but I, I'm not certain what he was hoping to take from me in exchange for this last bit of information just now. Interesting. I, too, am uncertain as to what that could mean. But I'm afraid uh, my participation here has dragged Adira into this mess, regretfully. So she can talk to this creature as well? Well, uh, she seems to be in, in his debt in exchange for that information. So, uh, we'll see what comes of that. 
And what information would this be? Uh, there appears to be an, an ill uh, girl uh, and we seek a cure. Uh, Teraxis had pointed us to a location of such a cure. One, one, one second. Um, I think you're getting a, a couple of wires crossed. Um, For, Foresight's the one who found the medicine for the girl. Teraxis found medicine that would help Lark. Oh. Crakey. Wires <laughs> crossed. Then, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, I have a question for you. Is is it simply Leaf's understanding that Teraxis sees through his eyes and ears, or is, or is that what you think? Uh, I, I thought that was that was like I was I was quoting him basically when whenever we first had that conversation. He just wants to to see through my eyes, right? Was that initial deal? Uh, I in that case it was more of a metaphor. He what the deal did is he always knows when and where you are. Oh, okay. That that that's what the deal did, and that's the same deal he made with Adira. Except okay. She. She was able to make an additional stipulation to it, in that he would not, uh, he would not harm or uh, proposition, uh, unsolicitedly proposition any of the rest of the group. Yeah, basically, he can't go to them and and try to make a deal with them unless they call on him. I see. So redact that last statement. I'll, I'll say that. Uh... You know, Leaf believes that he he can see through his eyes, uh, just to, due to maybe like a misunderstanding through that initial conversation. And then I'll, I'll redact the whole bit and say, uh, you know, uh, there seems to be something wrong with Lark, and uh, he's pointing us in the direction of a solution, and uh, made a deal with Adira in exchange for that information. I see. Is that why she left the room in a hurry? Uh, I couldn't say, but I imagine that was a factor. And uh, hopefully a final question, Leaf, as I know this has been a trying day for everyone so far. Do you... Because I'm not acquainted with this creature, do you think its intentions are malicious? I'm not one to go off of appearances uh, in most cases, but he certainly seems... uh, malevolent at least in appearance and uh if he was trapped in the black keep uh i can only imagine he might have uh something to do with the condition that place was in the supernatural presence maybe uh i'm not certain he he hasn't offered harm to anyone so far but uh the the fangs and the cowl you you would hear him laughing, though you would not see him. Okay. Can, can we get a creepy laugh, laugh, Sean? Can we? <laughs> Good. My immersion's intact. Great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Then when that happens, you'll just kind of see like Leaf look past you, and maybe like he gets goosebumps on his arms. Riley, like, looks over his shoulder just to see if there's anything there. Of course, I'm sure he sees nothing. No, you see nothing. It, in, in this room, the only one who hears this is uh, Leaf. 
Brilliant. Well, in that case, Leaf, Lark, if your situations worsen, if Leaf, if things with this creature grow more dire, Lark, if you continue to experience these sorts of nightly jaunts, if you're assaulted by creatures that I do not fully understand, if either of these situations worsen, please feel free to let me know. We are a company of allies, and I am here to assist us all and making sure that we come out of this with good health. I'd hate to see any of you in a worse situation because of our adventures. Uh, yes, I, uh, I fully intend on sharing everything. What is, particularly, what is particularly upsetting to me is the fact that I do not seem to be the only one having disturbing dreams, uh, and I fear that uh, I'm only the first to have consequences of those dreams leak out into the real world. Sorry, the cat got to me. Okay. <laughs> are, are you petting the tavern cat, Riley? Yeah, so Riley just is holding the tavern cat now. It leaped into his chest. It's great. It's adorable. All right, so um, I, I was suggested something to make canon so that the tavern cat can make sense even if y'all are on the road. Uh, Box has a cat that likes to crawl up it and and like stay in its branches and hiss and meow at people who try and take it down. But maybe yeah, right yeah. now, indoors, it's a little more nice. <laughs> so Cannon uh, Box has a has like a little kitty that, that gets up in his branches. What is Box's pet kitty's name? Uh, Gray Mulligan. I'm down for it. <laughs> I think I'm going to turn that to Gray. Whoa. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> your uh, your audio is coming. Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 Hold on. Uh, how about now? Can I be the robot now? Okay. <laughs> I prefer the robot GM. <laughs> Let's all be robots. <laughs> Autobots roll out. Great. That. We'd play Decepticons. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so there's a kitty meowing in, in Box's branches. Yes, uh, and what I had said is we can shorten Grey Malkin to Grey. Okay. Just as a little side note that turned into a, t- t- turned into a my mic fucking up. Uh, there's a cat that stays in box. Awesome. Like I Great. think he has like I like to think he has like a knot hole sort of thing, kind of like on the upper part of his back that's just big enough for it to curl up in. <laughs> I love when the druid's companion gets an animal companion. That's pretty good. <laughs> No, it's just familiar, man. <laughs> well, just wait until he gets awakened and gets wizard levels and it becomes as familiar. Yeah, I, I mean, like, look, looking at the art that I've been using for Box, I guess it's because, like, the weird, like, golden area and his crown's probably not there. But, uh, so I, I figure there's there's plenty of spots for uh, the kitty cat to hide out. I mean, it's, it's fine if he looks like that. I didn't have any issue with that image. Yeah, but, I mean, like, what what is that golden bit anyway? His heart? Sort of thing, maybe. maybe in his brain. Maybe that's that's weird. I just wanted a tree man. <laughs> it's a, it's 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 a. He's collecting syrup, so that way we always have a. <laughs> it's it's just sap, so that way we always have a big old bucket of maple syrup. A sweetener for our tea. <laughs> yeah, it's a, just an angry hive of bees lurking inside box somewhere. <laughs> Vomit swarm. 
He has a swarm as a companion? That's even better. <laughs> he has two companions now. Uh, I'm I'm not saying that the bees are canon. Not uh, yet. We're just, gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna start collecting collecting companions for box. <laughs> Did someone say bee cannon? Bee cannon. <laughs> just a oh, horde of animals lurking in my tree person. In a couple levels, he's gonna grow to like 10 feet tall too. Yeah. Well, at least he won't be so bored at night. <laughs> yeah, good luck fitting him in the end. <laughs> he just he just stands outside the window and it's just like scratches the window, scratches the window, and just is like, I don't fit anymore. The the good thing is though, with him at least, you know, like with other druids or rangers and stuff, they have to leave like this lion or this tiger outside at the end. It's really hard to like disguise. Fox is really easy. He just stands still and people probably won't even notice anything's weird. Still gonna make us pay a pet deposit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. But anyway, where were we? Uh, uh, Riley was getting distracted by the cat. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, uh, so I, I think to close out the scene, one final question for Lark. Uh, you, you mentioned that you're not the only one suffering from these sorts of dreams. Like, who else? Um, well, I know Adira was uh, having some fitful uh, dreams, and I believe others were as well. Okay. In that case, uh, lest I be known as a liar, I should go speak with Foresight right quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, saw, I even saw Adira in my dreams, so... Well... I would say that's weird, but I actually seem to have time-traveled at some point, so I guess that's not as strange. Fair enough. But that is curious. Perhaps when we get a chance somewhere with uh, more opportunities for research, this is probably worth looking into. It certainly sounds like it is. Okay. Well, you two stay well, and uh, I'm sure we'll uh, meet up again shortly. All right. So as you leave the room, Brock would probably around the exact same time be leaving Adira's room and walking back, seeing you leave that room for a second time and head off towards uh, Foresight. Yeah, Riley gives Brock a wave and heads off towards Foresight's room. Hey, Riley, what did Foresight have to say? Oh, I haven't <laughs> spoken to him yet. I got distracted. <laughs> did you know Box is a cat? <laughs> I feel like I should be aware of that, but no, I, I wasn't. I, I took a moment to speak with Leaf and Lark regarding the current situation, and I will uh, fill you in if you're not already aware once I talk to Foresight. Okay. I'm going to go investigate this cat. It, it happens to be the cat from the Blackfish Tavern. Oh, we stole Carla's cats. <laughs> How dare we steal Carla's cat from Carla's place? We're not, we're not thieves. We have to go return the cats. Uh -oh. What if the cat left I have news for you. <laughs> <laughs> we apparently are. Allegedly. Not yet. <laughs> Riley's company is not a company of thieves, damn it. We have hey, honor. Carla may have given the cat to Box because the cat was always trying to eat the blackfish that she's supposed to cook for everybody's dinner. And because it didn't do a very good job about the rats. <laughs> Oh, that's fair. <laughs> You're useless. Go away. <laughs> Go climb a tree. 
And it did. <laughs> yeah. The canon. Canon now. Yes, canon. Good. Great. Canon cannons that shoot cannons out of their cannons so that they can cannon your cannons. All right, so Riley heads off to find Foresight. Uh, meanwhile, Brock heads into uh, Lark's room. All right, so uh, we will go ahead uh, while Brock finds and pets the cat uh, and Leaf readies himself. We will go ahead and stick with Riley and go see Foresight. Knocks on the door. Uh, the door will be answered. You'll see a very tired-looking uh, Foresight. A bunch of papers and sounds. Foresight, did you sleep at all this last night? Uh, I did, but I also just lost a lot of blood. Fair. Are you feeling okay? Well enough. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure. What are your plans for right now? He looks himself up and down, fully dressed. Uh, Leave now to go search. It seems as though everyone has something a bit pressing to do. Yes, yes. Um, While you're out searching, I understand Leaf will be going with you. Just keep an eye on him. He seems to be um, going through some things at the moment, and it might be worth talking to him about his current state of health and the things he's dealing with. I'm not the best at talking. Well, foresight. Now's a good time to learn. No? Not at all? Not even close? Huh. He's just rubbing his face. just looks tired and exhausted. You're with a party of five companions that would be willing to call themselves your friend. It wouldn't hurt to reach out a little bit. Uh, But you'll do as you please. For now, there's someone that needs my help. And it's one of the only things I can do to help people. Then perhaps you and Leaf will bond over that. I just wanted to make you aware of some of the other things going on. And my interest in having you relate to some of our other companions here. I see. Myself included. I'll try to learn then. Well, you are doing great things, and I appreciate you venturing out to find this herb. Mm. Yes, indeed. Thanks again, Foresight, and Riley will depart. Alright. So, uh... Real quick, uh... That that didn't take too long, so what is... We'll, we'll hop over and see what Adira is doing right quick. Adira will go back to Lark's room, and she will walk in, and she'll be like, Okay, boys, do me a favor and clear out. I need to talk to Lark. Uh, Just kinda... Brock, if you had a question for anyone in the room, I'll let you snag one in before she got there. Uh, no, not really. Okay. He doesn't want to talk to us. <laughs> oh. Well, last time That's I talked nice. to somebody, I was lied to. So, <laughs> hey, I did go talk to him. All right, it wasn't trying, a lie. I, I'm trying to learn from my mistakes. Who, who wants you. to talk to a madman and a potential leper? Oof. 
<laughs> canon Brock thoughts. Got it. <laughs> it's like, man, these people I've joined up with are fucking crazy. I need to get out of here as soon as I can. I'll just pet crazy. the crazy. I'll just pet the cat and talk to the tree. They seem normal. <laughs> That's great. Speaking of which, I'm leading them out of the room. You don't get to play with Grey Malkin. Well, I'm following him because I was just asked to leave the room, so I'm coming with you. <laughs> Sullenly, like, skulk out. Uh, I guess we'll, I'll be waiting out front. Although I'm gonna, I'm gonna give kind of Adira a look, because I assume I know what she's talking to him about. <laughs> kind of like, hmm. Still kind of uncertain <laughs> about all this. Adira will go over and, uh, if there's a chair around, she'll pull it over towards the bed and she'll sit down and she'll look at Lark. Um, Lark, are you well enough to be up and around? Uh, well enough to move around, I suppose. Do you need my help? I know where a potion is that can cure you. Alright. It would require us to go into somebody's house. And it is within a locked chest. And I could get in and out of the house. I'm not sure I could pick a lock. I, I, I can get in the chest. If you need my help, I can uh, I can certainly lend my assistance. I would feel uh, absolutely terrible if something should happen to you if you are uh, while uh, you trying to get something on my behalf. Well, based on the information I have, we, we have time to get ready and have her breakfast and whatnot. Um, I was given a specific time when we would be able to get in and out of a door that will be left unlocked unseen. <clears throat> I, I right. just, uh, I never learned to pick a lock. So. I, uh, I'm going to assume that we are not uh, stealing life-saving medicine from an orphan child. Oh, no. Um, some noble that has it locked away in a dusty old chest in a storeroom. Oh, then I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> it's just uh normally normally i'm not into thievery but by the time we could get to the capital where there might be other help for you it could be too late so well, normally i'm not into thievery either and i resent the insinuation <laughs> i was not trying to say you were i was just saying that uh i feel under the circumstances it's warranted <laughs> I, I I knew what you were referring. I'm just trying a little bit of light humor to uh, lighten the mood, as it were. Uh, you seem to be the only person I know that hails from Helios, so kind of like to keep you around and hear about what it's like now. Mm-hmm. It's well not. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm I'm afraid I uh, I'm a very poor source on uh, on news coming from Hel Helios of late. Um, even uh, even when I was uh, wandering with my tribe, uh, we were uh, mainly uh, keeping to the outskirts of the ruins of many places and met met uh, uh, third parties outside of their encampments. So um, I'm afraid that all I'm good for are two or two year old rumors. I'm just I'm beginning to wonder that whatever the queen did might have had a bad effect on the country as a whole, because it seems that you have some some tie to Abaddon. Well, hopefully it, uh, uh, it, uh, its grip is not quite too tight. 
um, and that we might uh, we may uh, we may escape this. All right. Well, um, I guess I'm going to go down and get breakfast. If you feel well enough, you should come down and join me. All right. May the sun warm us on our journey. As I sort of like start gathering my things. So I guess we're going to go have breakfast, Sean. Okay. Um, do you go ahead of him at all? Yeah, I'll go ahead and walk downstairs, give him time. Because he hadn't had like five minutes to himself since he woke up. Well, at this point, I probably wouldn't be taking too much time to myself. I, I, I Most of the time has been while people were like sort of like I, talking to me. I, I, I need mere seconds. What's that? I said I need mere seconds. Okay, I, I would probably need mere seconds a little. <laughs> All right, so... I would probably have that. Adira leaves the room, uh, whether the others outside are just waiting in the hall or not, uh, is, is up to y'all. If y'all went on and found another place to sit, or if y'all went downstairs. Uh, what would y'all have done? I think fresh air sounds like a good idea, honestly. Just kind of like hanging out out front. Okay. Uh, yeah, I probably would have gone downstairs. Probably hung out at the table, waited for everybody else. All right. So, Lark, the door to your room closes, uh, and you you turn to start uh, getting dressed or preparing uh, in whatever way you would. Uh, make me a perception check. Yes, sir. Perception. Uh, I rolled a 21. As you get out of the bed, and perhaps as you're putting on socks or tying your shoes, looking downward for the most part. You sense a presence in the room with you, standing ahead of you. And before you can look up this presence, it you just feel this immense, horrible weight. Not, not a crushing weight, but something that would make it very difficult for you to look up. A very heavy weight of fear of something ahead of you. Go ahead and make me a will save. All right. Uh, am I able to pinpoint any source of this fear, or is it just like, like I, I know you said that it's, I feel there's another presence in here, but do I have anything beyond that? Uh, it is immediately in front of you. Like, if you were, like, staring at your shoes or whatever, as, as you were, like, lacing them up or something, it's just outside your field of vision. Okay. Uh, for my will save, I got a critical success with the 21. You're able to overcome this and look up should you wish. Uh, I do wish. You look up. And you see standing right in front of you a large creature. It has pink, pulpy flesh, a human-like head with no eyes, like no eye sockets or anything, just uh, an eyeless face, bulbous wing-like extenses off of its back those of which are covered in eyes of varying size, many of which are staring directly at you. This is where you're supposed to say, fuck Charlie, Lark. <laughs> All right. uh, if you look in the journal tab, there should be a, a new image labeled Charlie that you can see. Oh, so that's Charlie. Uh, it's not exactly him, but it's the closest facsimile I could find. Yeah, that's it fair. Is, uh, it is very much like that. Um, so quite grotesque. Yes. Um, and he is just looming over you, and you can feel like this intense pressure uh, from its stare uh, with with this close proximity. 
Um, I touch my wound. What do I feel? Uh, nothing in particular, uh, different. But, uh, the fog in your head is, it feels as if it's roiling now, as soon as this pressure began. Um, I am going to, uh, gingerly step around this figure. Um, I, uh, uh, I've learned that it's bad when I touch imaginary figures, so I'm going to avoid doing so in the future. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, just basically, uh, keeping an eye on this thing as I kind of, like, back my way out of the room. As you start to move, it will turn towards you, um, and I need you to make... Uh, another will save as it seems to begin to speak. Um, so my second will, my second will save, um, was not a critical success, but it was the next best thing. I got a twenty. On that, all right. A uh, a pang of great fear uh presses into your heart, leaving you shaken. Uh. As, as this creature's jaw moves up and down in this nigh nonsensical uh, growling noise uh, escapes it. <clears throat> and you, you can almost feel its words touching your mind, uh, but they, they have no meaning as of yet, but they dwell there at the forefront. As and as you, as you back away out of the room, uh, the pressure lessens, but those sounds are still at the forefront of your mind. Uh, I'm going to try as much as I can in the moment to remember what it said phonetically, right? So even if I don't understand the language, I'm going to try to memorize um, the sounds that it makes, that it that makes, that it made, uh, and um, in my spare time, I'm going to try to. Um, practice reproducing those sounds in the event that uh, um, I might be able to, uh, to, to to come across something that I, A, sounds similar, or B, come across uh, some form of Rosetta Stone that might help me decipher what that means. Alright. Um, they were rather uh, guttural, and uh, they, they are remaining in your mind very clearly. In fact, being mildly distracting as such so that is not a difficult task okay fair enough so yeah i'm going to back out of the room all right as as you do um riley comes walking out of foresight's room and uh and uh happens to see you doing uh backing out okay uh, do, do i do i notice him uh yeah i'd say you'd notice him it, it's it's not difficult um, okay. I would like Riley to make me a uh, sense motive. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> oh, wrong one, sorry. Let's do sense motive this time. That's a twenty-three. Okay, so you would you would see Lark out come come out of his room, and something is, uh, he is definitely, uh, something is bothering him. He looks afraid. Lark. There is a giant mass of flesh and eyeballs in that room. Is this something that we're going to put up with? <laughs> Nani? Um... <laughs> Nani? 
I'm sorry, come again. I open the door again and I point. Uh, you open the door to an, um, well, as empty as you left it, with the exception of the creature. Um, is the, is the creature still there? No. Okay. God damn it. Probably went underneath the floorboards. <laughs> are, Lark, are you sure you should be up and about? Uh, maybe a fever dream, maybe not. Who knows? We'll find out soon enough. All right, upwards and onwards. Maybe some food will do you well, friend. That's what I'm hoping. Okay, let me escort you downstairs. <laughs> I, I, I close the door again and I accept the escort. All right. Uh, you, you're taken downstairs uh, as the fear slowly lessens uh, before fading. Uh, though worry may not fade from your mind as those words still hang there at the forefront. Uh, foresight. Uh, you are the last one to come downstairs uh, after your preparations. So, Leaf uh, is outside. Uh, Adira is downstairs. Brock is downstairs. Riley, Lark. Uh, are you going to join them? Or immediately set out. It's time to go. In fact, uh, when he was left by himself, he didn't even bother going back into his room. He immediately closed the door and headed out. Okay. So you would likely run into Leaf uh, standing outside, seeming to get some air. Yeah. With his papers in hand, he'll walk relatively up to Leaf with in unnecessary much space between the two of them saying uh are you going to be helping me find the root or would you be helping the others i uh, i imagine uh, my expertise out in the wilds would be better put toward uh foraging for the herbs than uh thievery mm. i it doesn't matter if I know. Um, is there any preparation that you need to do before leaving? I've already cleared my bags. I imagine if we uh, find the plant we're looking for, I might be able to bring something edible back for the rest of the group for dinner. Who knows? Hmm. Well, I have papers describing uh, where we should be looking the tree roots, the uh, description of the root itself. If I can't find it, then I'm even more adept and adept than I first thought myself. So, here's hoping for the best. I guess I'll just, um, you know, perk up a little bit and uh, awkwardly put a hand on your shoulder and say, you know, I'm I'm confident that between the two of us, we can find uh, what we need to help this girl. Gotta make a will sing. He's not trying to heal you. <laughs> yeah, but someone touched me and it goes directly against uh, the hermetic. Fair enough. Because it was unexpected. Yeah, 18 good enough. Um, yeah, he'll just look down at his feet and nod. 
and then look towards where he plans to go. I guess we should be on our way. Uh, so you two set out towards the woods, um, which are not far out of town at all. It's probably like a um, couple minutes uh, beyond the bounds of the wall of the of the town. Uh, before I get into y'all's survivals to search for this, uh, we're going to go back to the stacked dish and see what the rest of the group's up to. So every everybody's downstairs eating breakfast. Breakfast. It, basically, Adira's just eating and waiting, watching for it to be time to go do this. All right. So I'm picturing like a, a table where Brock and Riley are sitting on one side, Lark and Adira on the other side, and Riley's just slowly eating his food, watching Adira. And then he says, so what are the plans for today? Uh, Lark and I are going to go get some medicine that will take care of the uh, demonic disease he has. That's splendid news. Where are you seeking this medicine? Um, it's in a storage unit, uh, locked away by some lord. Are you sure you have enough money to purchase it? We have everything we need to acquire it. Uh, Sean, how, how crowded is this, uh, tavern today? Uh, I'd say it's probably about 30% of its seats are populated. Uh, reasonably possible to have a semi-hushed conversation at our table without drawing weird suspicion. Yeah, there's enough noise, uh... And and there is there is some uh, music going on, so it's certainly possible. Okay, then um, Riley uh, will lean in and say, "I'm aware of how you acquired this information, and I just would like it to, to be known that our company is not necessarily a company of thieves." Oh, I quite agree. I am in general very dead set against thievery but in this case a man's life is on the line unless of course you wish to watch him die between here and starlight no but what do you know of this lord that he's a has-been washed up that he leaves his doors unlocked based on the information provided by by the entity that uh traveled with us from the black keep and how trustworthy is this creature well He's not demonic. He's not demonic. He's not a devil. I'm pretty sure he's not one of the gen kin. Um, and I feel like more or less he's probably being um, forthright about this because he wants something in return. If his information proves no good, then the bargain's no good. Okay. Does um, anyone at the table have an understanding of... Uh nobility knowledge that can identify this lord kind of a general question riley probably phrases it a bit differently than i did no <laughs> i no no not really no one ever takes knowledge nobility that's okay <laughs> i mean i've had characters who do just not characters who live underground in a hole that's that's legitimate, that's legitimate. Uh, adira's knowledge of nobility pertains to the nobility of uh helios at least over a thousand years ago where I come from, I am nobility. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, great. Well, I'm sure you will approach this situation in a perfectly acceptable manner. Uh, 
Though, if you are moving forward as intended, might I suggest some sort of way to mask your appearance? I'm not extremely concerned about that. I We can get in and out, most likely unseen. Sure. And on the way there and the way back, there's enough people on the streets that I can use my ability to blend in and nobody will notice me. And you two are going together? Well, I don't know how to unlock a chest. Fair. Well, my concern is that somehow this antic brings heat from a lord on our party as we stay here. Though I do not advise withholding from your current endeavors, as I am very much interested in Lark's well-being, I'm just suggesting caution. I practice caution in all things. Then I trust your choice of action in this. I suppose I just... This is something I have to do. Lark reminds me of uh, Elkana, so... I want to ask you to elaborate, but I won't press the issue. Uh, one of my sons, or her sons. I see. Then, as I said, I trust your uh, intuition on this. Move forward as you please. Thank you. And of course, if you need anything, we are here to help. Um... I think the smaller the party going in and out, the easier it will be to obscure ourselves. Absolutely. Understandable. <laughs> obscure. Uh, but, um... <laughs> I'll come in there and throw things at you. I, I, I understand that she was threatening to throw something at me. What did you say, Chris? <laughs> I said, who let idiot Steve at our table? Get him out of here. <laughs> Uh, Lark, Brock, you have anything, or are you just listening? Uh, I'm just listening in. Yeah, me too. Brock's- I'm still shaking from the incident upstairs. Uh, how does Lark feel about being likened to, uh, Adira's son? Uh, I did take note of that, um, but, uh, currently I have bigger things on my mind to worry about, so I'm just going to, uh, chalk that up to one of her idiosyncrasies. Fair enough. If that's the conclusion of uh, that conversation. Um, for the record, Adira has to order her tea with light cream and light <laughs> sugar so Riley can put it in his notes. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, if, if, if it wants to be put in notes, uh, Brock orders his tea with ale and no tea. I am definitely writing these down. <laughs> Lark, how do you take your tea or coffee? Black. Just like his soul. No. <laughs> Not inaccurate. <laughs> how, how does Riley take his, his tea or coffee? Uh, let's see. Um, well, if one of his companions order first, he'll, uh, he'll probably take uh, after Adira for this morning. I think that's the way we'll do it today. Tea with light cream and light sugar sounds delightful. All right. So, meanwhile, on their way into the woods... Uh, just slightly to the north of the town, Foresight and Leaf are in search of Sodroot. Uh, I'd like both of you to make me survival check. Is a 21 from Leaf. Hot damn, Mr. Druid. I mean, if I can't find a plant in the woods, then I think we've got big problems. <laughs> 11. All right, so those are both high enough. It would not take either of you too horribly long, uh... To, to find some sod root probably just like it's been harvested uh out harvested too close to the town uh but probably about 20 
30 minutes into the woods, you find some uh, leaf along your way. You also find several other herbs that you bring to mind that might help in the current situation. Uh, perhaps not certainly, but it's worth a try. As you find uh, <clears throat> some sleeper's leaf, which is an herb that when ingested, uh, usually in a form of tea, uh, though not always, it can just be chewed up and, and eaten. It will allow one to sleep a little bit easier, uh, uh, and uh, said sleep will be uh, dreamless. That seems like just the thing we need. Uh, as a note uh, for its mechanical properties, uh, it does give a minus four uh, to any saves against sleep effects for eight hours uh, when ingested unless that you make a fortitude save to resist it. Uh, well, uh, Leaf comes like bounding up towards uh, Foresight with like box in tow and uh, you know, basically like an excited puppy or something. He's just got plants dangling from his hands. And uh, he's like, oh, good fortune today. Good fortune today. Uh, you'll never guess what I found. Did you find a road? <laughs> and how? And uh, I, I just start like rummaging through like plants and leaves. But but look at this. I, I hadn't considered it until I saw it out in the field. But are you familiar with sleeper's root or sleeper's leaf? Let me make a check real quick. Herbalism would do quite well in this situation. Only if I roll well. Unless a 10 will give it to me, at which point... Herbal... Herbal... Yeah, I spelled that right. <laughs> a 22 Herbal Herbal. <laughs> uh, with that Herbal Herbal, you uh, you definitely know what Sleeper's Leaf is. Um, it can be... Uh, and you actually know one step further than the base uh, discovery that Leaf does, which Leaf, go ahead and roll a nature or a other appropriate check. As okay, maybe you also have Herbal Herbal. That'd be cool. Okay. Um, in which case you would know. Um, uh, Sleeper's Leaf can be distilled into a poison that forces somebody to fall asleep. Oh, double good. In case Riley gets too talkative when we're traveling. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Shut up, I miss Robert. It, it's not extremely powerful. Uh like drow poison is far stronger. But mm. uh it, it's it's a DC eleven uh failure is uh unconsciousness um for uh one D four minutes. Well alright. I mean, I, I guess I start explaining, and then he's just like, already knows what I'm talking about. It's like, this he's is just good gonna news. Not even saying anything, just nod his head, listening. Y'all, y'all nerd, nerd out at each other. Confrontational enough to say I know. Yeah, he's just sitting there thinking, I know everything he's saying, but I, I don't know, I don't know how to tell him, I don't know how to tell him I already know everything he's saying. I don't know how to tell people hi. How am I supposed to go? Like, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just nod. I'll just nod, and that'll be the end of it. He's just so excited about it. He's like, this is excellent news. We've, we've had terrible nightmares amongst some of the members of our group. This might be a good solution to at least make sure they get rest. That's very good. Um, Have you had any luck? 
a bit. Not nearly as much, though. But I suppose that's to be expected. So I, I don't know. I've got like a, a bundle of the the sod root, and uh, I've got like a reed tied around it to keep everything together. And I, I hand it over. Then here uh, we can say that you found uh, all of the sod root while I was off distracted getting the sleep leaf. It'll make for a good presentation to the others. Credit isn't a huge importance. You'll find quite quite a few doses of sod root between the two of you. Eighteen to be exact. I think when we get back, if anyone's still around, you can tell them as you please. I'll get working on preparing this to make it more consumable as soon as I can. Excellent. Is there uh, anything I, I, I might find out here that, that might help you in that, or are you sufficiently supplied? I think I have everything, although if there are any sweeteners, that'd make it a lot easier for a kid. I mean, she she's basically an adult. He He's just her father. If you find any sweeteners, that'd make it much easier to, for a kid. <laughs> gummy chewables. <laughs> oh, yeah, there, there's this one. It's a, it's a sweetener. It'll kill you, but it's sweet. <laughs> Whatever, God. I don't need your advice. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, uh, if you want to do, like, a survival for berries or something, like, those would work. I, I'll just do... Yeah, yeah, sure. That that sounds great. 20! Alright. And I'd say that you also, in that, if, if you'd like to spend the time doing more than just collecting berries, because I noticed you said something about wanting to gather food for everybody, mm-hmm. um, you can use that check to also just gather... Gather and hunt as well, which would give you enough for uh, ten servings, if I'm not mistaken. No, five servings. Five servings. Yeah, so he's he's basically just out there uh, milking the time out out in the wild for for what he can get, and just generally being a pest of foresight. Be like, oh, foresight, look at this. Have you seen this flower? And you know, just just like picking it and like handing him stuff to hold and. You know, generally being uh, very pleased with the current circumstances, despite the, the last few days. Did you know that blueberries are a superfood? Meaning they're extremely nutrient-rich foods, considered to be especially beneficial for the health and well-being of people. I mean, why? Oh. I've always <laughs> liked blueberries, but I've never heard anyone describe them that way. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll have to look for more blueberries and just start going in but he's he's like picking flowers and berries and mushrooms and you know edible stuff and just like miscellaneous plants like uh, maybe we can create a bouquet and uh give it to the innkeep and you know just just general you know loopy wonder uh go ahead and have box make me an attack roll right quick oh oh loud i'm sorry foresight but you can't come back with me <laughs> that's fair that's a 14 max damage max damage double right, damage versus so objects as y'all are walking along a uh large n- not abnormally large just like a plump owl uh swoops down and att- attempts to take gray away but box like turns and just fucking backhands it straight into the ground killing it mm-hmm. uh and also uh, supplying you with an owl. 
Yeah, so he, he's just like turns around after hearing like the cat wail and he goes, Oh, protein! <laughs> and feathers. Uh, perhaps uh, Lark might be interested to have some of these. And it just starts bundling up more stuff. He's like, Ah, oh, so Luna provides. And, uh, you know, just bundle everything up, jabbing stuff into the sack, tying stuff together with reeds. All right. Uh, so I'll say this probably takes y'all a couple of hours to do all together. Um, meanwhile, uh, would anybody in the tavern do anything in particular other than just wait for time for the thing to happen? For the time to be right? Yeah, I think she's just waiting. She'd be too anxious to try to do anything else. Okay. Yeah, as would like. Brock, Riley. Is um is Clint hanging around? Uh, about an hour after you all did, uh, Clint wandered down, uh, looking quite sleepy. He 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 seems to sleep hard and heavy, uh, as you noticed before. Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the the only thing I can really think of is maybe catching up with him a little bit since we haven't really crossed paths since uh, he separated for a while. All right, so yeah, he comes down and uh, will come greet you. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, well, I suppose not everybody. Um, we're missing Leaf and Foresight, are we not? Yes, they're off picking berries and herbs this morning for a rather dire matter. Oh, well, I hope it goes well. It sits down and orders something and... Uh, so, how are you enjoying Thorn so far? <laughs> Riley looks across the table at everyone, um, and if no one speaks up, he's going to say that it, it's been rather eventful, I would say, so far. Oh, uh, eventful in a good way, or...? Well, there's troubled people all over the place in this town, it seems. There are troubled people everywhere. Yes, perhaps. But right now, uh, since we've been staying, since we're going to stay here for a little bit, our party is trying to do our best to help everyone in need within this town. At least those we come across, anyways. Uh, just make sure you keep yourself safe, and because we've still got quite a quite a road to travel to Starlight. You've met my companions, correct? They're very capable. Yes, of course. I just ah. Uh... Well, I suppose I worry too much. Well, such concern from an employer is very much appreciated. Well, it wouldn't do any good to my conscience to have uh, anyone getting hurt on my account. Fair enough. Signs of a good man. Speaking of business, sir, what have you been up to lately? Oh, um, I had a small dealing here in town. Uh, traded a few goods uh, for some information. Uh... I've also uh, was able to change out some of that coin uh, that we found uh, with a collector here. Uh, he didn't have the funds to purchase all of it, which is only good news for the size of the hoard. But uh, I, I do actually have some some uh, compensational pay for you all. Well, no sane man turns down money. Um, here. Uh, I know it's not much compared to what we've fished out so far, and I've, I've got uh, Foresight and Leaf's parts as well, uh, and he will hand you each a 
little bag with a uh, hundred and fifty gold in it. Uh, Riley, I believe you're in charge of your group. Yes, uh, I'll give you leaf and foresight spots as well. Yes, of course. Give me their money. Oh, that came across awfully sinister. I apologize. Yes, I will ensure that their money gets to them. Four hundred fifty gold for Riley. <laughs> um. Well, uh, with that with that out of the way, um, yes, I think um, if uh, if it's all right with. Uh, your group. Um, another two days here uh, before moving on, uh, unless you'd like to rest longer. Time's not too pressing at the moment, but we do need to get to Starlight before the new year. Absolutely. Let's see how today fares, and I'll have a better answer for you come tomorrow. All right. Uh, that's fair. Um, Adira, uh, Mm-hmm. I was wondering if at some point when you're not busy, we could talk a bit. Uh, my understanding is you've got memories from quite a long time ago. I am a historian. I don't see any reason that that would be a problem. Um, Lark and I have an errand to run here in a bit, and then uh, when I was talking to Leaf, I did tell him that uh, we could go shopping for more supplies for him trying to keep everybody fed and promised box a present so um i have to get that done but uh after dinner perhaps certainly uh whenever you have the time i mean we we do have several weeks of travel ahead of us so it's not an extremely pressing matter uh, he will get his food and begin eating and i think uh do brock or lark have anything they'd like to discuss with quinn uh, no, he already answered the question that I was going to ask him, which is how long are we staying here? Oh, okay. A little bit of time will pass on, and Leaf, Foresight, you would return to town, and Adira and Lark. The time is drawing near. The, t- the time that you are supposed to go do the thing is near. Do the thing! Then we will go <laughs> to do the thing. Um, how, how isolated does he, like, kind of like living um it's in the like kind of pricier part of town so there's a lot of space between buildings uh i wouldn't call it necessarily isolated like like it's not out on the edge edge of town or anything okay Uh, but but there's plenty of space between things in that part of town uh how much would it cost for a few rolls of black cloth um uh, are how how much like are you thinking like two rolls, uh, like like uh, in terms of like full bolts? Yeah, like two large bolts. Basically, I want to get um, knit two ninja costumes. Well, n- knitting would be with with thread, uh, not thread. Um, yarn. I suppose it would be, but I mean, like you know what I mean, weaving together right. ninja um, ninja gear. So actually, um, give me just a moment. Uh, simple, correct, non, not masterwork. Um, that's correct. All right. Um, we'll put a we'll put a simpler one at 
uh, five gold for the outfit. So looking at ten gold total, and uh, so about three gold, three silver, four copper. All right, sold. All right. So, um, like I said, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm conscious of the fact that I only have like one afternoon. Um, so I'm not trying to make uh, the uh, the fanciest things. They just want something that will help conceal us and conceal our identities. All um, right. So, like a mask and like a poncho sort of thing. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a craft table check. All right. Uh, I rolled exceptionally low. I rolled a twelve. Uh. I mean, that would probably... That's, like, very simple, so... Uh, I think during this time, you would have been able to manage it. They're crude, uh, but yeah. they'll function uh, for their purpose. And if I decide I want to... Uh, I want to keep these costumes, then uh, I can always work touch, on, touch up on them a little bit more later. Yeah, I'll say probably just due to cutting and stitching, there's a little bit of loss. You probably lose, let's say... Uh, Five silvers worth of material uh, in all of this, but all right, uh, sounds good. But otherwise, good. Perfect. So you should have two two gold, eight silver, four copper worth of black cloth uh, if you scrap these and reuse them. Okay, sounds good. Um, now foresight. Just just as you're finishing that, uh, Foresight and Leaf return with their their haul. Alright. Uh, well, I mean, Foresight's not even... He has a job to do, so he's not going to like try to make eye contact or look out or make small talk. He's going to go to his room and begin his crafting. Alright. Uh, Leaf, what about you? Uh... <clears throat> I, I guess I'm I'm like bursting into the room with the most people that I recognize in it, and I'm singing Foresight's praises, and uh, just kind of like laying out all of the herbs and like, oh wow, I had no idea that Foresight was so smart. Did you know he knows so much about blueberries? I, I couldn't imagine having someone better to rummage about in in the woods with. Uh, Gosh, he's he's so thoughtful, thinking about Lark and uh, Adira while we were out there, and you know, just just going on and on. And look at this, uh, Box found us uh, an owl to go with, with the food that I'll be making tonight. And oh, look at all of these flowers, and you know, just just rambling. But yes, Lee Foresight is an intelligent young man. He just is not extremely talkative, so he doesn't share the intelligence. And he's already gone. Like, well, has has he talked to you about blueberries? I had no idea there were so many health benefits, and he he just put it so eloquently. Uh, you know, speaking with the greenkeepers, we we never really discuss things in in such a manner. Uh, truly enjoyable conversationalist, and <laughs> it's just just going on. Oh, and and Lark, uh, I I figure once we have this uh, owl plucked. Uh, you might be able to put the feathers to some use in uh, some of the clothing. And Does Leaf have to make a bluff check at that? <laughs> no, uh, he's he's actually being sincere. I, I would actually very much be interested in having some feathers to bling up my uh, my wardrobe. Well, uh, we have an entire owl's worth and uh, minimal blood. Well, that should be 
serviceable. It's already tenderized. <laughs> I, I guess like the last thing that he's got is he's he kind of like reaches into the the bundle and uh, he's he's got like all of these bundles of uh, flowers that he's put out and like he'll hand one over to Adira and then like I'll I'll like walk over and I'll start placing some on the tables. He's just in a good mood. <laughs> hands hands over like a little little like woven flower bracelet to Riley and uh, Brock and Lark and. You know, just, just, oh, I found uh, lots of berries, uh, sweetener for the tea. I could even make a jam. Oh, the possibilities. I'm going to lean over to Riley and be like, maybe you should send him out into the forest more often. It seems to make him happy. <laughs> yeah, Riley's just staring at him this whole time with a wide smile on his face, delighting in uh, Leaf's amazing mood. And uh, he... <laughs> He says to Adira, yeah, I agree. If this is how uh, how he turns out after being just in the woods for, what has it been, an hour? Then about absolutely. two. Oh, it's two been about hours. two. Thanks, Steve. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're welcome, Robert. Oh, it's Riley. Riley Morheim. Well, do not forget it was also Forsyth's amazing company, it seems, that could have put him in such a mood. So we need to send them out together. Yes, who knew that all it took to bring Foresight out of his shell was Leaf's company? Well, Leaf is a pleasant gentleman to speak with. Yes, and he is not he is not too forthcoming like some people we may, we may know. I'm sorry? Like who? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh I, I did nothing. He's, he he doesn't he doesn't seem seem too upfront about about being in people's business. I'm sure Brock has known many people over the years. You probably don't know all of them, Riley. That's fair. I could just use some uh, forthright company for a change, I suppose. Then I'll, I'll like, you know, slap the table like a used car salesman. He's like, oh, I almost forgot. Uh, other good news. <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> this bad boy can fit so many ales on it. <laughs> I, I can fit so many more plants on this table. You don't even know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Oh. I. Uh. I. I also found uh, sleep leaf, and normally we might not be able to put that to to such good use, but I. Uh, it. It helps with uh, dreamless slumber. So for those of us who have, may have had some restless nights with the uh, the nightmares, just kind of like gestures with his hands, and uh, this might be able to help. It's a potential solution, especially if we're staying at the end. You could use a peaceful night. I'm sign me up for that. Well, uh I will see about uh adding that to Foresight's list of poultices. Uh we we also got tons of the uh sod root and I, I think that's a priority for the time being. Uh but this this should be good. I, I think I've got probably uh two doses worth once it's processed. Might taste awful, but uh surely the, the sleep would be worth it. I don't care how it tastes. I can wash it down with something. Ale. <laughs> you can wash it down with ale. Oh, you're not supposed to mix this medication with alcohol. Hmm. That's not what dwarven medicine has taught me. <laughs> <laughs> Surgeon General recommends uh, not operating heavy machinery after ingesting sleep leaf. I would, I would like to make a heel check to contest. I would like to contest this with my 11 heel check on following up medicines with alcohol. The untrusting? What buffoonery is this? 
So sometimes it is indeed bad. Side effects include anal leakage. <laughs> okay, y'all broke Sean, and it's almost seven anyway, so why don't we... Wait, wait, let me give you one thing. Give me one okay, thing. Okay, I'll give it to you, babe. What do you want? Okay. Uh, so Leaf standing there like a used card salesman, all delighted because of plants and shit, right? So Riley stands up, walks over to him, and says, Leaf, it's good to see you in such a great mood, and I'm pleased to see what a great job you and Foresight did. And he hands over a pouch of money and says, Today is payday. Enjoy, sir. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Um, here, and I'm going to hand Leaf, like, six gold pieces. Be like this. This is my contribution for the party's uh, food fund because you said you were going to do some shopping. Oh, brilliant! But if you will wait until Lark and I are back, I would kind of like to go with you because I did promise Box a toy. Oh, I, I'm sure he would love it. I, I have all the patience in the world. Uh, so I'll I'll get to prepping the ingredients for dinner tonight. You take your time, and uh, we can go together. If anybody okay. else would like to come, you're welcome. Uh, I, too, need to do a little bit of shopping. I wanted to uh, mess with my necklace a little bit. And if if we are all pitching in for food, I can offer some money. Yes, it can't hurt. We do have a collection of items that I was willing or wanting to uh, venture out to potentially sell uh, in this town. That could probably help in terms of affording food and other supplies for the future. Slaps the table one more time. Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, I, had, I had to get a, a second opinion on this. Uh, but I do have a, a trinket for you, Riley. And uh, as, as a remembrance for our time spent in the Black Keep. And I'm like rummaging through all the pouches and bags on Fox. And uh, Adair is already snickering. Yeah. And so I, I, he's basically got what looks like a little wooden medallion, you know, uh, a little smaller than than like a fist but it's it's big enough to where even if it's crudely carved it has a little bit of detail into it and it's it's just like a little wooden circle with a hand and a dagger carved in it but the hand is very obviously missing the pinky finger <laughs> and uh he's he's already got like a little like woven like reed band to go with it and he just kind of like hands it over <laughs> Sure. Uh, as you're handing it over, assuming you like show Riley what it is first, Riley probably uh, starts laughing. You said it's like an amulet. Yeah, it's it's basically about about the size of an amulet, maybe a, a little bulkier, just because he's not exactly the greatest artist, and he wanted to throw a little detail in it. Well, with a chuckle, a little bit of a flourish, Riley will lower his heads and ask that you place it upon him. Full <laughs> ceremonial, you know bends down to like one knee and places the lanyard across your neck and uh in in remembrance of our time spent at the black keep at least uh the the somewhat positive bits you know what leaf i knew you were up to something i just couldn't put my finger on it well certainly uh nine of them <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I'll give you one guess. <laughs> <coughs> I'll give you nine. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Hey everyone, thanks for listening. I'd like to thank our patrons, Brian Rafe, Tim Demuse, and Donald Bewley. And also our newest patron, Brian Bridges. Thank you guys so much for helping to support us. If you'd like to support us, check the episode description for our Patreon link or our coffee link. We have a whole bunch of rewards for both the Eterna podcast and for coming May 3rd, the Dustress podcast. You can also find the link to the Hive there. That's our Discord. We have a bunch of friends in there, and you can come and hang out too. It's open to everybody. And until next time, everybody, may the Eldritch Gods haunt your dreams.